does not fox mash my door. Come on, Charles, don't do this. Is that a bad word? Christina Aguilera, hi. The X and the N. You fucking look like rock stars, huh? And now we are a fucking bunch of wankers. Michael, this is total. Can I just send you an email? No, no, Michael, that was so not right. Sorry. We went to car racing. Take two. Take two. My coat was too noisy, apparently. Um, welcome <laughs> to uh, the Formula One podcast for Formula One fans that don't care that much about actually anything that happens in Formula One. It's three pre. Right, so we've got two of the pre's this week. One pre me and one pre Ben. Uh, we did, like Ben just said, we had to start, we had to re-record it because Ben had a really noisy coat on. He was rustling around and it sounded horrible. So here we are, two of the pre's, and this week we're going to be speaking about the Brazilian Grand Prix, which actually, mate, you're still rustling. You have to sit really still on this podcast because you're making... I don't know why it's rustling. I can't hear the rustling. All right, well, we'll listen back to the podcast. If it rustles, rustles, are we going to be saying Russell a lot in this podcast? Here we are, yeah. Just just get practice saying Russell. (laughs) So uh, I reckon that at the end of last week's Grand Prix, that was the Mexican Grand Prix. Yeah, very boring. Uh, I actually was thinking I might stop this podcast and not be into Formula One anymore because it was so boring. And I thought to mm. myself, if I just hype myself up into something that I don't actually like. And then the Brazilian Grand Prix come along and captured I was. The sprint race, everything about it, K-Mag, the moment okay, of excitement so for Haas. Qualifying was exciting, wasn't it? It was like, fuck, it's raining. Oh my God, what are they going to do? And then and then they all went out on slicks and Charles Leclerc didn't go out on slicks. He went out on inters. Hell, man's the only one out on inters? <laughs> like, yeah, mate, sorry. And then when they all came in, did they all get a lap in on slicks? Yeah. Oh, and he just defeated in the defeat in his voice. when And they went, who's P1? Kevin Magnussen. It's like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> like, <laughs> when they were set, when Haas was celebrating because of K Mag's pole, which was the yeah. not a pole, the pole for a sprint race, they they yeah, were acting like he had actually won the championship. It was the biggest deal ever, and I thought, how long is that going to last for? And what was it like? One lap. One lap. He he did win like a tire though, a commemorative tire. What? So that's, You've got a commemorative tyre too. I have got a commemorative tyre. Mine's older <laughs> than his though. He's got a brand new tyre. I'm going to put that as like, I was once on an F1 podcast because that's just as impressive as came out getting pole for the for the qualifying sprint, which meant and nothing. What's your, what's your view on sprint races now? I like I like the sprint race because it's kind of exciting, but I just don't like the fact that we get a qualifying for that when I think, like I've said before, I think we should determine the F1 sprint race should be determined by, should start in reverse order of the championship because then at least it kind of is exciting. Whereas the sprint race is just like qualifying and then they race and then they do another race. It just feels pointless. But I don't, have I maybe misremembered this? Did one, have all the sprint races included all the cars? Mm-hmm. Because to me, the sprint race should only be the, f- the top 10 cars. Like if you go out in qualifying, you don't go through to like, you know, the third qualifying or whatever, you know, and they keep relegating people. Yeah. I think you're out. You're done. That, that's where you are. And yeah. then the sprint race should be just 10 cars because that would be more exciting that there, it would there's be. only 10 cars on the track. 
I think, I, like I've said before, I think the the sprint race should be in reverse order of the championship because then at least like we've got like the bottom cars, the top cars. Mate, imagine Latifi, Latifi every week oh on pole. God. He was 30, 35 seconds in the sprint race. He was 35 seconds behind the next car. <laughs> and he would have been dead last if Alex Albon hadn't retired. So he would, he was playing quite like in 25 laps, he would then manage to get 35 seconds behind the car in front of him. Not 35 seconds from the leader. It's just. Well, he's, just only got one, he's only got, he's only got one more race of his career. He needs to do something exciting in that race. I think he needs to set fire to himself so he can at least get like a reason for being Mate, in don't wish, Netflix. Wish someone's going to burn to death. He would actually no, no, get some die, good eh? time. Just like go, ah, I'm, like, pay attention to me. Well, like the three seconds that uh, thing he was in the car when Netflix yeah. made it look like he was in there for about three for a hours. whole episode. Yeah. It was just going, <laughs> I was like, hey, Giza's could definitely be dead. He's been in fire for about 20 minutes. And then when I Googled, when I Googled how long it was, it was about 12 seconds. I was like, for fuck's sake, I thought he was in there for hours. Yeah. They're like, they couldn't get him out, but he just got out. And he was not on fire anymore. So before we talk about the uh, the race itself, some bits that went around it that I noticed. Did you see the promo thing in Vegas? Oh my god! It's so American, wasn't it? Let's do a countdown to something not happening, like a countdown to like, see, the launch of it. Did, did you see Russell and Hamilton on stage talking? No, I, I, it was, it was just, so I was funny. So annoyed with it. They went, they went. Oh yeah, it's Vegas. So um, it will be really. Where was that noise? You're like background oh. people. No. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't hear anything. I think you might have ghosts. I think you might have ghosts in your room. It sounded like someone went, that's what it sounded like. Oh, it while I remember on sounds, while I'm completely jumping around topics, I was on a call with someone the other day and I, I had like a, a magazine on my desk and I threw it over to the other side of my magazine, my desk. Guess what happened? Set off like <laughs> the... No, it, it set off Hamilton. <laughs> It did that. <laughs> it hit the button. Um, anyway, so so Hamilton and Russell were in Vegas, and they were standing on stage, and they were asking what they think a Grand Prix is going to be like. And then George Russell started this little skit thing between him and Hamilton, where he went, "Yeah, I mean, it'll probably be like um, I'm just hoping I'll be able to get some tigers and steal them from Mike Tyson." And then. Uh, Hamilton went, yeah, and then I'll probably fall asleep on the top of Caesar's Palace. And then they went through the entire um, storyline of Hangover <laughs> One, but made it for but didn't even adapt it to Formula One. They went, yeah, and then I'll probably get a tattoo on my face. And it was like, okay, yes, we get it. The Hangover Vegas, and then they just kept doing it. And it was like, okay, that the first How long bit they wasn't go funny. Oh, like uh, easily a minute. Of them talking oh. about the storyline of the hangover. And then uh, Russell did some laps and then nearly mm. crashed his car. And they put UV lights on the bottom of his car so it, it looked all like Vegasy. And then I was like, they should always have UV lights on Formula they 1. They should, cars. yeah. I, I saw the picture. I think it does look cool. Um, I just think that Vegas thing is going to like get a bit tiring after a while, that Vegas Grand Prix. Just like, but you know. What do you mean? It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing for like, but when you're trying to watch it, you're like, and then now how the commentators are going to be so boring on those races. Again, as we go down the, the strip here at Vegas, you can see to your left, there's the Bellagio. They'll just talk. I think they'll spend the whole time talking about that. And the DRS gives you an extra 14 kilometers as you go past the 
I don't Caesar's think it's just going to be the Vegas, the Vegas Strip. I think it will have. Oh no, but there will be. The, I think that's going to be the DRS zone. It's going to be the Vegas Strip. Did you see the um, Sky Glass customers can see Caesar's Palace cam? Did you see the? They have actually done a Grand Prix in Vegas before. It was at Caesar's Palace. It was behind it. Um, yeah. And Martin Brundle, I think Martin Brundle raced in it, or maybe he was involved in it. But he was basically saying it was the worst race ever. Like the track made no sense. Um, and he hated it. So he really teed it up for, for huge success. Oh, I'm very excited. What we need is three American Grand Prix. Mm. It's going to become three like Grand the uh, in America. American. It's just going to become NASCAR. Yeah. They would just have the whole thing there. That'd be fucking so, bullshit. So the, so the race. The race. What did you think? Oh, I mean, should we talk about the sprint? Like how it happened? Like the sprint was pretty boring though, wasn't it really? When George Russell the only got thing to in the this. Front. Well, no, the sprint. The only notes I've got from the sprint was, um, was uh, what's his face being a little brat, pulling out on Vettel. Oh, Stroll. Yeah, he did it on the race as well. Yeah, he got a little sul- sulky pants, didn't he? he? Moved out in front of Vettel and yeah, he did, he did put you on the grass. There was a lot of sulky pants in the race towards the end as well, wasn't there? A lot of drama. Um, but yeah, the race. I thought the race was very good. The Russell got away quick, and then Danny Rick, he fucked it up for him and K-Mag. He did. Proper fucked it up. I mean, he he just nudged him a little bit, but then he got like some instant karma, and K-Mag spun around and whacked him out. Out. Like, and that's it. I think that's that's Danny, Danny Rick over now. So is he definitely not coming back next season? He's definitely not coming back, but there's been, everyone's been posting on, on the old F1 Twitter, going, uh, it looks like uh, Danny Rick might have a seat for next year at Red Bull. Now Sergio is going to be like dangerous. It's going to be dangerous with Sergio. I reckon they'll have to get rid of Sergio now. Why? Well, that's what people are saying because he's because him and Max don't get on, and obviously Max needs a teammate that's on side to for next season. They're mm. Why don't Why don't they get along? Do you know? Well, apparently it all goes back to Monaco. So, you know, Sergio crashed out, like, well, bumped into the wall and had to, they red flagged it. And that's why Sergio ended up on pole. And um, right, yeah, yeah. Max Max ended up third. And then obviously you can't take over, really overtake at Monaco. That Max has still said he's never going to, Max apparently has said he won't help Sergio now because of that. And that's why he wouldn't help him and give the place back. At but the end but of the Sergio's race. helped him loads. I know. In different it par- well, it's made Max look like a massive child, uh, on in, and you know, and everyone's going for all those Max fans out that I've been on F1 Twitter a lot this week. Now I've got Twitter. Like, <laughs> well, you joined Twitter just to get on. The, you were like, I've got a Tesla, and um, what else does Elon Musk do? Well, I need some. Yeah, like, so I'm going to space, and um, I've got Starlink as well. Um, I was about to say, I was about to say, I've got Stargate, and I was thinking, what's Stargate? I was like, oh, and that's a port into another dimension, isn't it? Yeah, the, I don't think he's got that as well. Elon did that. That's all <laughs> Elon. Um, I, so I was on Twitter, uh, and everyone's like, for those Max fans out there, this shows his true colours. I bet you don't like him now. I was like, like, <laughs> sorry, did did you have? Did anyone else think that Max wasn't a petulant child? <laughs> Like, of course he is. He's a Formula One driver. They're all out to get. They're all out for number one. None of them are out there to like look after their teammates. Well, you think George Russell is the new bad, bad guy of Formula he One? He is the bad guy. He is a bad guy. 
How is he the bad guy? One, though. It's nice that he got a win because he's just so fucking annoying. That doesn't make him a bad annoying. guy. That makes him annoying. He's, he's just annoying. I just don't like him. Um, that's it, really. I, I think was thinking just... about when he was when he got his, um, you know, spoiler alert. In case you're tuning in to find out what happened, he did win. But when he won and they showed the trophy, the trophy's pretty big, yeah. right? Like big. And I thought to myself, how many of them has Lewis Hamilton got? It's got 108, 103 of those massive Plus all the other podiums he's got as well. So he's got like 300 podiums in his career. What do you reckon he does for the trophies? Bins them. Do you reckon he just I reckon he's got a a swimming pool in his back garden that's empty and it's just full of shit trophies from racing. He gets back and at the bottom there's just all his karting trophies from a kid and they're just building up a few championship ones here and there. I thought Landfill, to myself, yeah. what would you like? What would you do with them after a while? Because the first few would be obviously really special, but once you're up to three hundred or something, you go, oh, it's just another one of those stupid trophies, and they're not. I mean, they probably are worth something. Memorabilia, I'd sell them. I'd do an OJ Simpson and sell them, yeah, and then years later go and commit armed robbery to get them back. To get them back, yeah. Lewis Hamilton's got go 188 prison. podiums in F1, so he's got 188 trophies just lying about. But they're not all that size, though. They they vary in size based. They on do vary in size. Some of them are absolutely monstrous, monstrous in size. Some monstrous. of them are quite small. Yeah, Max Verstappen's only got seventy four. Well, I, I thought the race was amazing, I, yeah. and I couldn't believe I was watching it, and I was like, actually, we're only thirty laps in. Yeah, well, like, lap seven we like had. Lap seven we had uh, Max and Lewis came together. On the restart, mm-hmm. Norris knocked Charles Leclerc into a wall that I thought, well, he's out. And he came back and came fourth. Yeah, that was actually pretty impressive. When that he hit the wall, really I impressive. thought, well, that's, that's it. He's, he's oh, done. Yeah. But it was, but it would look worse than it was, didn't it? Yeah. That's those new wall things that they've got. What those like that just pop out. They just, they're like the big they mem- memory foam pillows. Yeah. Memory foam walls. They, um, that's what the uh, truck drivers sleep on. In the evening, what um, the um, <laughs> yeah, him to come back from there, but then then he kind of showed his true colours as well, and he's like, going, "Come on, can I get the place? Can I get the place?" And then, like from Carlos, who's going to get a podium? Bear in mind, he's got very few podiums in his career. He's like trying to steal that podium off of him, but um, but he's Matt joint Ferrari, he's joint points with Perez at the moment, right? Yeah, they're both on two ninety going into the into the last race. So Which if, makes the last if, race quite fun. So if they had let... Yeah, so they're both the mugs then. Because if if Verstappen had let Perez through, mm. he would now be... He would be higher in the league. So Red yeah. Bull would be one and two. No, one and yeah, three. Yeah, it would be one and two, yeah. Well, they're one and two at one the moment. Th- well, they're, oh, they're okay. one and joint uh, Only because... In, yeah. And then if, uh, if they'd let Leclerc through, then they would have been ahead. Yeah. Mm, like selfish but Ferrari people. apparently didn't give Carlos the message. Ferrari were like, "Nope, he's getting that podium." <laughs> so, but they Ferrari just—they make me I laugh. I didn't pass on the message. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they just imagine they went and go, Carlos, let Charles through, and he goes, "This is still Charles." <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> let Charles through. This is this is no, it's still Charles. <laughs> you're just you're pressing Charles again. 
I didn't realise that Max and Thingy didn't get along. I thought Perez I was, thought they were was a friends. bit of a dude. Yeah. I love Perez. I can't, imagine, I can't imagine Max getting along with anyone. No, he's like... He's just... It strikes me as just a really, like... Not a nice guy. He's someone that you go to the pub with and you're like, oh, he's here. But you, yeah. you come, you just invite him out because he's like, he's been your mate for years. I think it's like that. Yeah, we've both got a few of those. Yeah. Just like, oh, well, we've got to invite him. <laughs> or so Latifi, Latifi, I assume, I can't even remember, Latifi come as last as he possibly could without, uh, with, whilst because completing the Because of the, the DNF race. is, yeah, yeah. Latifi came last person. He was the last person driving around the track. And he was, thirty again, 37 seconds behind 15th place. So, mm. so he was 16th. And what, do you, what do you think based on the performance of last night going into next season? Because obviously for, Mercedes had the start of the year where they had pretty like fucked up car. So had they have not had that bit at the start of the yeah. season? I what, think we, we, we still could see Mercedes win come second in constructors because mm. Ferrari don't do themselves any favours do they so I think we're going to have Perez in second place Mercedes in second place constructors after Abu Dhabi and when do we find out if people move so if Perez does move is that between well, we seasons could, we, it usually could, it, it's just open isn't it they, they don't have it's not like football where they have a transfer window they can just go so it could be up until like uh, like the start of next season Mm. And they can swap a mid-season as well, can't they? Because so, like Gasly and um, Thingy swapped a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, I've just but noticed the, the... you've got a new Formula One hat on. Like Where did you get that? I had from? it last week that... as well. Did you? This is like official. Camo. This is an official. This is well. All I can see is a floating AMG. On, on yeah, an empty, an empty head. Yeah, some ha- headphones on top of it. Um, yeah, this is official. I, I saw Lewis wearing it in Austin. I was like, I want that Stone Cold Steve Austin Formula One hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you go and Google it? It was just on the on the Mercedes website, on the Mercedes AMG website. I was like, getting it. And it came, you know, someone, you know, another member of this podcast waited like seven weeks, eight weeks for his official merch. Mine came the next day. I, had to go get, I was like... I thought it was going to wait weeks for it. Do you reckon that's because Ferrari are like boxing up their own merch before they send it out? Yeah, I reckon they've gone, oh no, we've we've sent all our merch to the wrong place. Probably. Yeah. And what was going on with... um, I couldn't work out what the hell was going on with Yuki Tsunoda's unlapping lapping thing. Oh, with the... Yeah, so he was... On the safety car, there's one lap before the safety car comes in, the unlapped the lapped cars were allowed to unlap themselves but because that track's so short by the time he got to where he needed to be he he just pulled in because he's got nervous whereas latifi for the first time ever overtook every single car i don't think it looked really good someone's posted a video on twitter going here's latifi overtaking red bull mercedes and ferrari and it's just where he's unlapping himself with the safety car Oh, bit of a uh, bit of breaking news if you're interested. Oh, breaking news! You know, breaking news. This is uh, from a reputable source as well. Do you know the Hass news? No, I don't. I've 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 not looked at the news today because. Uh... So apparently, uh, according to let me just credit the source, uh, motorsport.com, which I'm assuming with a domain name like that, they probably don't put out loads of fake news. Uh, well, Hass well, set to. 
Well, I'm going to go with this is 100% true. Uh, has set to announce Ulkenberg F1 deal for 2023, leaving Ulkenberg. Mick Schumacher with, without a seat. So he is actually statistically the least successful Formula One driver of all time, I think. Mm. I actually um, watched, so I watched the 2012 Brazilian Grand Prix on Saturday because, you know, it's, it's said to be one of the greatest Grand Prix of all time. I think mm-hmm. it is pretty good. Hulkenberg was Ulkenberg. leading the race. Ulkenberg was leading that race in 2012, like flying. He was ahead of Button and Hamilton and uh, he just span out. So he would have won in 2012 and probably would have ended up at a really good team. He was at Force India at the time and he just span out. He just got a bit of water and span out. So yeah, he's, he's just, yeah, unsuccessful driver. But Hass are going to have him. So he's going to be the, uh, he's going to be the support act for K-Mag. Yeah, well, K Mag's fucking shit as well, really. Yeah, the only good thing about Haas is Gunfersteiner. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's true. What's Horn? I I did see a tweet from the the official Red Bull Twitter page today about the incident at the weekend, and it was uh, Checo saying we have discussed this with uh, with the team, and we go we move on. Max said uh, that he will he will do whatever he can to get um, Perez the points he needs to win in Abu Dhabi. And Horner said, we are a team. We would move forward as a team. So they've, they've had, they've had words. It sounds political. Yeah. Very political. I think, um, I think uh, Perez will be out. I think, I think he'll leave. I think they'll find someone that's going to definitely be on side for 2023. Um, Ocon and Alonso had a few battles this weekend as well. Alonso got some some point, some speeding, some time added on to his thing. Got in trouble with the stewards for causing collisions. And do you think Alonso is going to be going to Vettel's leaving party? No, he's only got one more race. Yeah, do you reckon he'll get to do that thing that Alonso did before, where he got to do like spinny, uh, like donuts on the yeah. track? He did it with Vettel and, and go, Hamilton, didn't he? Thank you. Bye. And then came back. And then I'm retired. I promise. He had a a year off. It's like the Rolling Stones just going around doing their farewell tour for like the last 35 years. Yeah. Well, more like Motley Crue who have retired and got come back three times now. They're doing a tour next year and I definitely won't be going. Um, So any, uh, any, any good observations from the, from the Formula One? Do we Uh, think we're going into Danny Rick? I'm going to, Another thing I'm going to miss from Danny Rick is him dancing along to national anthems. He he just loves a little bop along to a national anthem. Danny Rick. Danny Rick. Um, I need to I need to listen to the Brazilian the Brazilian uh, national. I just anthem don't like any national anthems person, apart from ours. Come on, Ben. Oh, I don't like ours either. Oh, I forgot you don't like the monarchy. I don't Big like rebel. any. I don't think I've heard. I think yeah, never heard of national anthem. Gone. I'm glad that's a national anthem. But I'll, I'll keep trying to find one. I'll keep trying. We're gonna we've got three American Grand Prix next year. Yeah, how that is well, gonna be so shit. Mate, the uh, the um, Air Force are gonna be on on overtime doing doing flybys. <laughs> well, apparently they so Vettel, Vettel's been very vocal about this in the past that they're gonna they want to stop doing things like that because they're meant to be carbon neutral by 2030 and they're sending like planes off in the, <laughs> like jets like at the beginning of races and stuff 
yeah, yeah. Is this is this good for the carbon footprint? Uh, well, we're just going to get loads of jets just to fly past and yeah. blitz everyone. Do you know twenty four times ago, a year? <laughs> years and years and years and years ago, back in the olden days, when they were testing uh, nuclear weapons in the desert, mate, you are the worst person in the world for sounds. Stop what? jingling keys. Sorry. You're making ghost sounds. You've got a loud jacket and now you're jingling keys on a podcast. I'll, I'll get rid of the audio. It's un- everyone know everybody go, what's Brad on? Everyone listens to podcasts. Like, what's Brad <laughs> on about? I can't hear any of those sounds. So in so back in the olden days, when they were testing nuclear weapons in the desert or whatever in uh, Nevada, yeah. they people would get on buses from Vegas and go out to watch atomic bombs be blown up, right? Mm. And they would serve them cocktails called atomic bombs or whatever they were called. And when these things would go off, they would get basically nuclear fallout, would spray the people and they'd be covered in nuclear waste. And they'd all go, oh, that was fun. That was a fun day out. And that was like in the 50s. (laughs) If you Google it and look up the images, it's just people going, ha, 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 covered in nuclear waste. Did they, uh, was there any update of like how they were 10 years later? Uh, I don't really know, but I'm going to guess we've probably didn't have a great end to their life. Nuclear waste, Vegas. Yeah. Nuclear waste, <laughs> yeah. Vegas. Yeah, yeah and they, they went out there on little, little bus trips. I See, the thing is, though, it's like, that's such an American like thing to go and watch, isn't it? Did you go and watch the nuclear bombs go off? Yeah, sure. Atomic, atomic, atomic bomb trip. Yeah, um, Stroll was a piece of shit all weekend. I thought um, there's a there's yeah, a they, they went up to him at, in the grid race and he's kind of like just on his phone like where they, before the race started and he was like going how you like Brundle was going like I oh, know it wasn't Brundle it was um, the other guy that I don't remember his name but he was like going up to Stroll and Stroll's kind of like just scrolling for Instagram while he's interviewing it. With his I think it's, I turtle. think the thing annoys me about. Yeah, he has got teenage mutant ninja turtle teeth. But I think what annoys me about him is that I think most people, when they speak, they speak in a certain note. You know, like I've got quite a flat note. Some people got quite high pitched. But Lance Stroll's got a sharp note Very. when he speaks. So yeah, so it's, it's exactly that. It's yeah. it's in between notes. So when you listen to it, you go, oh, it's hard oh, on my ears. I can't listen. Oh, yeah, to that. and what he's saying oh, as yeah. well, they kind of like it's like they're both high on the annoyance level is the sound and what he's saying, how he's saying it. Oh. Yeah. And and then with the added annoying. like nepotism of him being there, it's just like, Oh, you're just an annoying prick. <laughs> he is. So let's do this. Let's do our predictions for the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. And, uh, We've got no game today. This is the least prepared podcast we've ever done. So we're no not notes. expecting this one to be no notes. This is just us chatting, which is probably why it's going to be the worst episode we've ever done. I don't think it will be. I think so, it'll just be an episode that we've done. It's more, it's, it's more close to a normal Formula One podcast where we speak about the Formula One more than usual. Mm. So let's do our predictions for, uh, for Abu Dhabi. I think Russell's going to win again. Mm. I, think think... The cat, I think the cat's out of the bag. He's got a taste for it. He knows it's possible. Yeah, I think, so I think I think they're going to left on a cliffhanger at the end of this year where he goes two back to back wins rivalry next year for Stappen and Russell. OK, I, 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 I see that. I think oh, Latifi is going to come last. Uh, yeah, I think Latifi will come last of he'll either he'll be the last driver finishing the race to actually 
cross the checkered line. I think he'll finish the race this year, unlike last year. I think, this is my prediction, Checo, Max, Hamilton, Leclerc, Russell, Sainz, and then... And then Vettel out the in the first Vettel out in the first in the first lap because of Sergio Perez. No, because of Max Verstappen. So Max Verstappen mm. robs Vettel of his last race by being a dick. Yeah. Well, you know, something gonna like that. He's gonna, yeah. He's not going to rain. That's good. No. So that's yeah. I saw a thing, I saw a thing come up on TikTok because obviously we started our TikTok account that we've now got seven followers for. Yes. Mic drop. Um, and it came up with like, um, you know, when it shows you the, the mini bits and you have to click on it and you mm. see it. It was uh, Latifi and he turned that corner and then blamed the car. And it was like, well, it, it was it was like one of those things where someone who's made it doesn't know anything about motorsport. And they were like, 10 crazy things that happened in motorsport. This guy <laughs> turned the corner the and blamed the car. Yeah, it was brilliant. Oh, that's the, uh, that might be my favourite thing that happened in 2022. Not just F1. Yeah. Just like that in will, general. Do you think that'll make the cut in uh, Drive to Survive? I don't think Latifi's... not thrilling he, enough. No, it's like going... I, unless it's, unless they do like a Williams episode, like about his, how bad they were, like how bad he was bitten. But I don't, I just don't think they'll dwell on it because they're like going, it's, there's so much more that's happened that this year. I think that unless they go unless they're doing a bit about Latifi, which I don't think they will, because they're not going to be like going, oh, I'm fighting for my seat. He, from day one, hasn't been, he's, he shouldn't have a seat. So. I'll tell you another a bit of Williams news. I was watching Bloomberg and, uh, as you do, because I'm a man of business, uh, I was watching Bloomberg yeah. and then this, this advert come on and it went, so how did, something like, um, when you think of kitchen appliances, you you don't normally think of Formula One cars, no, you don't. but now and it was yeah, and it was like, what's going on? It went it went British British Formula One racing team Williams is is allowed like basically licensing their technology to go into fridge freezers in America, and it was like big them up like how many championships that's they've won. Hilarious. I was like, oh okay, but that's over a very long period of time. They haven't yeah. won anything for a while, so it's apparently their technology is being being put into freezers they had they yeah they they were very good at formula one when freezers were in their freezer technology was in their infancy so yeah well, <laughs> technology what technology is going to well maybe i'll do some research next week maybe for the game next week i'll work out weird formula one collaborations and you can see yeah. whether you think they're true or not um yeah this is it formula one williams formula one technology provides energy savings uh on the high street <laughs> yeah so it's uh williams engineers yeah building fridge freezers maybe they should focus more that's, on building well, that's good probably Formula why one their cars. car is so shit because they've been doing these fridge collabs yeah need to need to need to focus more on the car yeah so well, anything else we're going to cover this week ben or are we going to wrap it up i think a half hour i think this is a nice well that was episode. also the shortest episode the least amount of comedy the most amount of formula one information and the most williams news we've ever covered if you preferred this format get fucked <laughs> <laughs> leave a comment do you little uh, like do you little like and subscribe beg 
please like subscribe uh review and uh share this podcast it's very important that we we grow our numbers and you know we, it gives us incentive to come back next year and deliver Sounds more desperate now more more formula no, one content for you at home maybe you're Sounds on the train desperate. and you're thinking this is the best formula one content on the internet because this is the only formula one content you've looked for on the internet anyway thanks for listening uh we've been three pre two pre two pre's delivering three pre two pre's in a pod there you go <laughs> yes <Pod>. yes <laughs> <laughs>